decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show, Second Try. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Hopefully things are working now. Uh, keep an eye on the chat and they'll let us know if things are not fixed. No, I hope they are. they're a bunch of goddamn liars. No, they won't. No, legitimately, it was broken, but and I couldn't figure out what was wrong, but I did the tried and true restart the old computer, and uh, the problem disappeared, so who knows what that was about. We all good? Yep. Okay. Sorry about the delay, but, you know, that's what makes the duct tape operation the duct tape operation. Anyways, um, in lieu, since we lost time, I'm just going to hop right into it. I think pretty much everybody knows the rules around here, but if anyone is new and they need the rules explained to them, if people in the Discord or the uh, live chat could help out, that'd be great. Uh, since we lost time, I'm just going to get right into it, and Regal Fraggle is up first. If I see, yeah, let's see. There we go. Uh, Regal Fraggle, what's on your mind? Hey, what's going on, dude? Hey. Let me mute the stream real quick. Sure. There we go. All right. So what's uh, what's new with y'all? Eh. Not much. I don't know. Why are you right, are yeah. you teasing at something or just genu- uh, uh, genuinely curious? It. No, it was still I was still hearing you guys for some reason. Um, oh. Okay. Uh, no, I uh, I tried doing something over the last couple days and. Uh, it didn't work out so well. I tried to post a video on YouTube for the first time, trying to make my chops uh-huh. in, uh, in YouTube. And uh, I have a newfound respect for you and Blonde and Sticks <laughs> and anybody else who does this kind of work because it is fucking exhausting. And if you want to turn critical in five seconds on yourself, just record a video of you talking about something and then listen yeah. to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I still want to see the, the tapes of Blonde chastising herself. They're oh, it's really somewhere. bad. Like, for every 15 minute video I have, I have nearly an hour of footage where I'm just like repeating myself and yelling at myself and telling myself to get it together. Like sometimes I cry. It's really bad. It is like anything else though. Practice makes perfect. Uh, what, what in your mind went wrong for you? Okay. Well, the first time I, the first two or three times I did it, it was just kind of disorganized, but it had a good flow after about the fourth go. And it was just, it was, nothing was really in place where I wanted it. So I tried to write a script for it. Then I did the script and it sounded like I, I was a robot re- reading off a prompter. It was horrible. It was just. Uh, yeah, now I, I think I lost you. Blonde. I can, I can hear her, Matt. She's not, all in, you. she's not in the hangout, but she's in the discord. Yeah, you guys, Blonde disappeared <laughs> What the from hell's the going on, on tonight? Okay, Blonde, <laughs> I can, I can hear her in the discord. Oh my God. This is ridiculous. This is so much fun. I want to stay on for the whole show and just kind of <laughs> referee this this duct tape show. Anytime but you can this hear ha- me. I yeah, can hear I can you hear through you. Discord, but you're not in the live the chat. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, they can hear you because I can. Oh my god! But you're not in the hangout. Uh, or am I? Uh, maybe I lost connection. Oh, what a disaster! <sighs> okay, blonde, I, hold on. I can't hear the stream, so I don't know if blonde is being heard on the stream. Yeah, uh, oh, sit tight. Okay. Uh, if you if you want last word, um, 
go for it, Raggle Fraggle. Sorry, we'll have to kind of leave you hanging. But, uh, you know, like anything else, man, you just got to do it a whole bunch of times and, and yeah. watch it over yourself. Well, I, and I think what the biggest problem I've run into is I'm doing it by myself, which is just destroying my ability to decide whether I'm doing it right or wrong. So I got hmm. uh, I got Big Red, Doggy, and Liberative. They're probably going to hop on, and we're going to do it all together. Sure. Um, but a quick gun of the week, uh, if you can, if you want to take the time. I know you're trying to duct tape this thing. Yeah, go for it. It's, uh, have you ever seen the movie Killing Them Softly? Uh, no, because it's a movie. Uh, obviously. Okay. Well, I recommend you watch it, but uh, they have a shotgun in there. If you could look it up, the sawn-off shotgun. Okay. Uh, and Blonde's back now. And tell the audience that that wasn't my fault. I don't know what the hell happened. Uh, you just weren't well, in the Hangout anymore. Yeah, it's like Google just booted us or something. Anyway, sorry. Shotgun in, uh, in the movie. Killing Them Softly. Okay, so what's the gun? It's it's the, the extremely short shotgun. Do you see it? So it doesn't have a, a formal title. It's just from the movie. Let me find it. Oh, that's cute. Look at this little gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's 12 gauge. It's, if you don't like your wrist, this would be fine. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the like shells it's, are actually sticking out of the barrels. Yeah, oh, somebody yeah. on YouTube actually made it. So you can if you can find a video or if I find it, I'll link it to you. But... Uh, hmm. Yeah, that's that sends the statement of fuck everything in that general direction. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, thanks, All man. Right. Sorry we were kind of disorganized. But uh, but yeah, good luck with it. And like I said, just, you know, it, it, treat it as a hobby. And as long as you're having fun doing it, carry on. Yeah, carry I think on. that's why I have to move into the fun portion. I haven't gotten there. Yeah. But later, guys. And, yeah. <laughs> thanks, man. Uh, oh can God. you tilt your camera just a little over to the side so I can get it centered up a little better? What, this way? Other way. Oh, my God. Other way, a little more, a little more. There you go. Okay, uh, thanks everybody for putting up with this garbage tonight, but we're going to try to salvage this show as best we can. Commissar Ferrari, you're good to go. What's up, fellas? Hey. Fellas? Blondes you know fella? I'm a lady. I am a lady, I swear. Yeah. I swear. That doctor was wrong. Uh, I'm not sure about that, but hey, who cares? <laughs> What's, What's on your mind? I have a question mostly for, for Blonde today. Mm-hmm. You say you say there was there is gonna be balkanization of the United States, right? Oh, I mean, hopefully. <laughs> how how would that happen? Yeah, I don't know. Um, there would have to be some kind of separatist movement that was con- that would be constitutionally protected. So th- there would we would have to secede. I don't really see another way. Um, I mean, it's not going to be easy. I'm just saying it's preferable to a violent solution, which seems to be inevitable at this point. That is true. That is true. At the same time, uh, I saw a lot of people that I talked about that actually believe in that, saying that in a possible civil war, the 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 separatists would win. The, uh, the, The people that secede would win? Well, who's... Who's seceding from whom in that scenario? Uh, the most people that I talked about, uh, talked with, I mean, say that the South and most red states in the Union would secede, plus Alaska just be its own thing. They said the seceders would win if they had military well, yeah. backing. I think that we would break along 2A, and so there would be a populace that was 70 to 90% armed, and then a populace that was like 10 to 30% armed. So I think that that that's true. Well, I wonder how it'd work out too. Cause like even in a high gun state, like say Montana or Idaho, 
There's, there's probably more guns than people, but it's still a minority of people who are actual gun owners. You, usually, I think that stat is correct. I Might mean, have to fact check me. If on we it, were but... in a situation where we were balkanizing, though, don't you think that people that were part of a succession movement, succession movement, would um, acquire guns? Yeah, that's the thing is you got enough for your neighbor and all his friends in, yeah. in those states. But yeah. Anyway, do anyway, you have final thoughts on this? Yes, uh, a second American Civil War would be the worst conflict in human history. Changed my mind. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have a good night, man. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be so interesting too. If whoops, I hopped in the wrong room. It'd be so interesting if, uh, if I can't get it together tonight. If, uh, if you actually had secession and this, the secession was to preserve the U S constitution basically. Yeah. Instead of to leave the U S constitution. Yeah. So the, hmm. the people that were separating would be inherently more American the yeah, but there. would we have to start a new country? I don't know. I guess like America so. too. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> anyway. New America. Yeah, we'll go with that. Dangerous spaces. You're up. Hey, I'm on fine. I'm hoping I'm connecting tonight because apparently nothing wants to work. I was going to say, guys. join the club. Yeah, really. uh, yeah, we we can't get anything working tonight either. Okay, well, blonde responded so she can hear me this week again. So I, I don't can. know what happened a couple of weeks ago. Hmm. Um. I had a couple of topics, but I figured seeing as it's not something... Do you guys actually... You know what? I'll, I won't presume. Do you guys actually have minimum wage in America? Like yes. anywhere? Yeah. Or is this just a non-existent thing that they're No, it's, every, it's, fe- it's a federal minimum wage, yeah. What's the federal minimum okay, wage? It's only like seven seventy-five or something. Uh, but and then a lot like of states Seattle have them higher. Yeah. yeah. Um, federal, okay. federal minimum wage currently is seven twenty-five. Okay, just know. curious because it's something, something we have. We don't call it a minimum wage in Australia. We generally it varies from industry to industry and job to job, but generally they call it uh, award wage, mm-hmm. which is kind of this is what you have to pay, and if you pay above that, that's your choice. Yeah, but there are a lot of issues that seem to come along with that. So I thought I'd chat to you guys about what people have been saying about uh, um, minimum wage in America. Like for example, one of the big ones is. On public holidays, um, so unlike like uh, our our version of Veterans Day or things like that, if if shops are open, usually you have to pay like double the amount. I think Christmas, some companies triple the amount of whatever the hourly rate is. I don't so think you get we like have that. that, but I'm not sure. No, uh... I don't think you get paid additional. You might per per your employer's policies, but I don't think there's a law in that, to my knowledge. So, are you asking what the you, typical American pro and con arguments for labor price? For yeah, I'm just curious are? because and and part of the other issue is we've had it for so long, and it's pretty much just everywhere. So it's something that it's hard for me to really get it from another perspective because I've just experienced it. Mm-hmm. Although I do have a personal story in a second about how it can be kind of negative. But what? Yeah, what's your experience been in the US? Well, we haven't raised it for a while. How long has it been? Something like 10 years or something? Are we only talking about the federal minimum wage? Yeah. I mean, input as far as Seattle is. Right. You have a lot of local examples of it going south. You want to talk about Seattle? That's probably the best example. Well, what's happened in Seattle is that the $15 minimum wage has forced employers to reduce the size of their labor force and has actually crowded out some of the most unskilled laborers. Um, and so they're becoming homeless. It's, 
it's you know it's causing it's causing issues with homelessness, which is already a huge problem in Seattle. Uh, I mean, the argument that I hear for it is that it's it's the minimum amount of money you need to be able to sustain yourself in certain areas of the country. But then there's just things like rent inflation. So I, I don't really understand how people can continue to support these arguments. Hmm. Do you want to give your quick story before we let you go? Well, my quick story is my first job um, was they called it a retail traineeship. So it's basically a uh, it's basically you learn how to work in a retail store and you get and uh, I think they still do them, but you get a much smaller wage. Mm -hmm. So the store I worked at, pretty much everyone was one of those because they were much cheaper wages. Mm -hmm. I worked a full week and overtime. I don't think I cleared three hundred dollars. Oh, so man. a full-time working week plus overtime, I don't think I cleared 300 in terms of how much I was making. Wow. And obviously they were hiring everyone on that in some form because they can get cheap labor. So, and hmm. it does, and it does have the issue of just about every person you ever hear in Australia who has never had a job will hear the phrase, I would love to hire you, but I need someone with experience. Because if they've got to pay a certain amount, they've got to get a certain amount of work out of the person. Sure. Right. Yeah. It's a very common problem. So. Yeah. All right. We got to let you go, but thanks for uh, thanks for the insight. No worries. You guys have a good night. You as well. I mean, that that is kind of the understated value behind a minimum wage job is the experience. That's it's your it's your starting point theoretically. I saw a little while back Bill Maher, I think, on Facebook or someone similar had shared a shared a fact that was like. You know, fact, in most cities in the United States, you cannot afford a two-bedroom apartment on minimum wage full-time. And it's like, yeah, but that's, that's kind of the point, right. isn't it? Should you, why should you be able to afford a two-bedroom apartment on a minim, minimum wage job? It's more about the experience and getting your start than it is like providing for a home. How many shitty jobs have you had? Oh, several. I've worked uh, waiting tables. I worked at a video rental store. I, I actually hated Target the most. That's I right. At you Target. Work at Target. Yeah. yeah. And it's good experience. I'm. I don't regret that. I'm glad I have customer service experience because I know what it's like. You know, I like some of those jobs. Like I worked at a florist and a bridal shop, art supply store. Some of that yeah. was after college too. Hmm. Really? Yeah. That's kind of surprising. I don't know. I just uh, couldn't get a job in LA. Yeah. Dar, you're up. Oh hey, how you doing tonight? Hey. We're all right. What's on your mind? Well, I've been watching the show for a couple of weeks. I kind of wanted to shake things up for you, see if I can get sure. your video demonetized for you. Oh, it doesn't matter. This this thing is the video's gone as soon as it's done on live because you know it's oh, really? in addition to you never know. Well, the video gets privatized. Nobody can watch the video. It goes to audio. Yeah, for I a few reasons. Show up without makeup after working the entire day on Wednesday, so I demand that it just goes immediately. <laughs> you never know what lunacy we might get in a call that we'll get punished for later. Also, for some reason, technical issues always come about, so it's yeah. You've been having a rough night, <laughs> a particularly rough night. But the call-in show in general is always a little rougher, just because yeah. you know it's Discord and it's trying to connect a bajillion different people, and that doesn't always work. And then that one guy calls in to talk about the Jews every week. <laughs> oh, really? I missed that there's, last week. There's some spicy takes from time to time. Well, that it's brave. I mean, you never know what people are going to say, right? <laughs> yeah, that's but yeah, and that's that's kind of the thinking. It's like, well, it's fun to it's fun to connect, but we also got to I don't know. Got to cover ourselves a little bit, I suppose. Well, What's I got that? an opinion and a question for you. Sure. Yeah. So, watching our de society disintegrate with uh, the <laughs> 
LGBTQ and sometimes why the pedophilia, sexism towards yeah. men, racism towards white, yeah. abortion, all this. I find that it's largely rooted, when I think about it, in feminism and the purposeful destruction of the biblical family model. But I wanted to hear what you had to say about it. Oh, yeah. We talk about that all the time. I, I mean, I would agree generally that I think one of the foundational problems that we face as a society is the loss or the erosion of, of traditional gender norms and roles. Yeah. So if that's kind of the theme of what you're thinking, I would agree pretty much fully. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I keep hearing people say, oh, leftist this, leftist that, but it's like, okay, well, what do they stand for? And then you think to yourselves, how did that happen? Yeah. Right, and, it, right. It, and it's not that I want to force anybody into gender norms that they don't feel comfortable with. The, the, the bottom line is no, for ahead. the vast okay. majority of people, <laughs> go ahead, push them in the box. <laughs> but, the, but the reality is for the vast majority of people, the traditional nuclear family arrangement is the path to happiness. Not for ever. Again, I'm not trying to force anybody into that, but I do think that that should be the norm that is encouraged. Be not because I view it as what people should do, but because generally speaking, it correlates with happiness for men, for women, for healthy kids, for all of that. Right. You right. Know? And and I think as the transgenderism, uh, as far as that's concerned specifically, it's kind of a side effect of this attitude that, that men inherently have toxic masculinity. Yeah. Uh, and I think that it kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, it's not totally unexpected if you're following uh, what has happened to, to traditional gender norms, but I don't think that the left really intended this. Well, masculinity is toxic to the system they're trying to promote, which I think is their whole thought. Am I mistaken? Aren't there a lot of uh, public polling isn't there a lot of public polling that suggests women are at like a unhappiness height currently? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, there is. I mean, if that's the case, it's like, again, I'm not saying it's the cause necessarily, but there's a strong correlation between uh, as feminism intensifies, so does female unhappiness. That seems sure. like a pretty strong relationship. Um, well, yeah, it's this not living a purposeful existence really damages people spiritually. Hmm. Yeah, anyway, sure. we got oh, also blonde. My wife uh, liked the clip of you I showed her the other day. All You're right. talking about this sort of thing, so props. Okay, good. Bring her over to my channel, but start start light. Start with blonde <laughs> light, blonde circa 2016. Okay. Yeah, because I, I the best tend time. To, to get extreme over the, over, the, over the year. Oh, no, don't worry about it. I'm sure she's more extreme than you are. I think you two get along just fine. <laughs> All right. Well, I am looking for lady friends, so have a There you go. All right, <laughs> thanks, man. Have a good night. Have a good night. Secret Link is up next. Secret Link, you're good to go if you can get that mic unmuted. In the meantime, we can try Dell. Oh, Secret Link Where might the have the hell video. is JFry? JFry's got stuff to do, man. Hello? Hey, Secret Link, what's on your mind? Uh, nihilism. Nihilism. Can you not hear him? All right, oh, maybe no. Blonde can't hear you, but I can. Oh, okay. Are you uh, on mobile by chance? Just, just curious. Yes, actually. Okay. Yeah, mobile gets tricky, but it does, it, it like half works, basically. Oh, I got in this week. You cut me off twice. <laughs> last, last two times. Oh, were you like right on the cusp of the cutoff, basically? Yeah. Hmm. All right, well, what's on your mind? I can, uh, I can relay to Blonde. That's the best we'll be able to do, unfortunately. Well, I've just kind of been thinking that the, the nihilism 
that just kind of pervades, you know, kind of like what the previous talk caller was talking about, just like the breakdown of all these things and Western civilization and all that. I just think that I think I should be doing more than just going to a garbage platform like Twitter and, you know, I don't think that really helps any. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I kind of wanted to do was because I like to write things is to write stories and sure. and just like to have the kind of you know values that I kind of want to see promulgated a little bit more. Sure. Um, I... So I guess the kind of question I had was, what is like? I'm afraid to sometimes I think put myself forward on the internet a little bit. Mm-hmm. So like the thing you would tell somebody who, you know, whether they make videos or, you know, do anything online is what would you tell them about how to deal with dealing with other people on the internet? Like don't things, don't take things too personally or. Um, I think there are different approaches you can take. Uh, if So the question blonde is, if you're just starting out, whether you're publishing written work or you're starting on YouTube or you're making a podcast or you're putting yourself out there for whatever reason, what is your approach to handling public response? Whether it be, I mean, he's, he's speaking, I think more, more critical, but uh, I would say there are different ways you can deal with it. The, the fun thing can is, you hear me? can you, can you hear yeah. blonde secret link? Okay. So he can hear you. Okay. So I'll answer this really quick. Okay. It, it does get easier over time. The first few months of your channel are going to be really difficult. Your blog or whatever you're doing and you'll be all sensitive to criticism, but eventually you're like, I don't care. And then nothing matters. But the, the, the downfall, the downside of that is that you don't get as much gratification from positive feedback as well. Mm. It is easy. Oh, he, he must have dipped out. It looks like he's on mobile, so maybe it's uh, connection lost. But I hope he can listen back to this. Um, it does become somewhat of a trap, too. Yeah. Like the negativity and stuff. But it's also fun. Like, don't get me wrong. You don't I, even I, read your comments. I don't want to hear it from you. But I read my emails. Yeah, I do, too, sort of. <laughs> but I, re- I still so, read all my comments. Yeah, well, that's impossible. I don't know. I don't know why you're doing that. Because I'm a masochist. Yeah, that will make you lose your mind. Uh, but but to anybody who's thinking about this, I think, uh, like, I literally have a note on my monitor right here that, that says, I'm not going to waste any more time on negative energy and time is going to be spent either on productivity or leisure because I see myself getting trapped in, like, email yeah. nonsense and stuff. Yeah. And every once in a while, they still get me sometimes. And it's like, listen, you want to email, email me a bunch of BS? Yeah, I'll respond to you. And I'll like, explain tell to you me how to run my show. Yeah, and I'll explain to you why it's yeah. BS. Yeah. Uh, but I, if I were advising anybody, I would say uh, commit yourself to commit yourself to productivity. And that's not to say that all critical emails are non-productive. Some of them are helpful. Some of them are like good-spirited people, uh, and some of them are just absolute assholes who want to try to control things. So you have I don't, to. I don't want to hear any negative feedback from people though, because it's not. I, I just don't want to shape my channel in the image of somebody else's. Correct. Them. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. It's like, yeah, I'm going to make mistakes, and yeah. yeah, I might, I might say something wrong or do something wrong, but that's the point, dude. I'm not doing it because you're directing me. I'm and I never wanted I'm to get caught in that trap of making content because I know it's going to be popular. 
Yeah, that's true too. So I guess it goes both ways. Yeah. I guess the unfortunate answer is it's, it's an obstacle to navigate no matter how established you get, whether you're starting a channel today or whether you've been yeah. doing it for years like we have. It's, it's, you know, somehow it's kind of easier in the beginning too because you don't have as much accountability. And there's less. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Every day, it's like I open up my email and in reality, nine out of 10 emails are from really cool people. Yeah. who I enjoy conversing with or oh, it's yeah, a that's link true. that's interesting. And then there's the one guy. It's always like one guy that I'm like, oh, you're the reason I didn't want to open my email today. And then there's like the really yeah. hateful stuff like yeah. go kill yourself or like yeah. I'm going to murder you while you sleep tonight. Stuff like that. I haven't had one of those for a while. You don't read your comments. I'm sure there are tons of them in there. Oh, in the comments. Yeah. I mean, I've had awful stuff in my comments like you know, really personal stuff, like yeah. looking up details of my personal life and things oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I get that too. Yeah, yeah. Sending me um, pictures of my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, we should take a break. Oh, yeah. Obviously an interesting topic for us to talk about, so thanks, Secretly. Oh, my God, this has been a disaster. <laughs> that's Wouldn't why be it's, Beauty and the Beta without a disaster show? Whatever, that's why it's Wednesday. That's what it's for. Um, looks like we only have one super chat. I got one. Uh, well, you might have to, you might have to reload too because, oh, well, yeah, but you might have to switch. It might've gotten screwed up because we did it twice. Basically. Let me, do, let me look at this because yeah, there's, Oh yeah, you're right. So Alicia super tramp. No, no. Yeah. There you go. Oh, Oh God. Uh, Rodzilla says, are you as scared as I am of Democrats getting any kind of real power? If you are white or conservative, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, let's say that they get a majority in Congress and the presidency. I, um, you know, that's why I have, uh, that's why I have an emergency food supply. Let's know this banning white nationalism thing. I presume we're going to talk about this on Sunday. Uh, are you talking about and the you, Candace Owens? Um, oh, the, the hearing on the yeah. rise of white nationalism. Yeah. What a crazy scene that was. Like our greatest advocate is black. This is clown world. Yeah. yeah. She's the biggest white nationalist around yeah. three sided coin. Uh, Hey man, I saw your video today. You were uncomfortably fair to Bernie. Uh, I do appreciate the fairness. Thank you. Uh, well, you know, if Bernie doesn't do anything wrong, uh, in this case he didn't. So, uh, I can't, uh, I can't rip him for when he doesn't do anything wrong. Jesse, uh, Samuel Anderson. Uh, no, no, thank you. Just in case says union wages tied to minimum wage, hence dim support makes sense. Uh, Japanese characters. I don't know how to read. Uh, it is your black watcher in DC. Oh yeah. Reminding DC, Virginia, Maryland area peeps. Our meetup is this Sunday. We're finalizing plans. Now find me Marcus on the meetup sheet for the link to our area discord. Hashtag say my name. I, I hmm. can't say your name, dude. Is that dude black? No, that looks like an Asian guy, but he said it's your single black watcher. That's probably not a picture of him. It's probably a picture of an Asian guy. Crown video <laughs> sticks was on Jesse Lee Peterson today. Amazing. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, just a couple over on uh, on Streamlabs. Uh, Anon42 says, Hey, Matt, I sent you an email with an anti-Trump parody protest song that would be good cringe content for the Sunday show. All right, well, thanks. And uh, Matt Brennan says, Consider checking out Dive TV for simulcasting. It's a blockchain-based video platform that's creator-focused. Many Twitch streamers moved there full-time, and PewDiePie sound- signed up to stream exclusively with them. Wow. Really? I get a lot of new viewers. Well, I have been looking for a uh, new platform ever since stream me went down. And I think this one was recommended to us earlier. And I, because of all the uh, a million things going on, the alternate stream site has been put on the back burner. 
So I'm going to put this in the notes so that I look at this later. And perhaps we can uh, get that arranged for this Sunday's stream or perhaps the one after that. Because I do want a backup plan. I think, honestly, I think the writing is on the wall for YouTube. I think it's not a question of Did if... you hear that Hunter Avalon got banned on Monday? Yeah. I mean, he it's... got his channel back, but it was the first time... I was watching James Alsop's video about it. It was the first time he didn't have a specific uh, reason to get banned. They were just like, your whole channel is a violation of community. <laughs> yeah, we just decided that today. Your your whole channel is a, is a violation. I know. Okay. I, it's just like, sometimes I look at some of the stuff I say, I'm like, I cannot believe I've been allowed this long on this platform. Well, that's the thing. It's just who they're turning their focus to. That was probably Hunter's day that day, but our day could be any day. Yeah. Our day could be tomorrow or it could be two years from now. Who knows? Point is, we got to have right a backup. Now, I'm serious. Hey, Dell. Don't shake the cat again. I swear to God, to get that rash again, like that last time. Uh oh, we got a, we got some family conflict. Hello, hello. I hope oh, I sorry. hope we're not interrupting. Oh, no, no, I was just I was just keeping the youngins in line. I'm sorry. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> oh, another big week, another bunch of news to talk about. Hmm. How about today about that black hole picture? I did oh, yeah. see that. You, you know, I saw I saw a great picture of Joe Biden with his arms wrapped around the black okay. hole and then he got sucked <laughs> into the black hole. That was pretty Gross. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I fired my browser today and saw it, the big old black hole on the screen. That's big and deep, and I think I saw a polyp or two. Oh, so <laughs> you got a nice high resolution image then. Yeah, actually, I, that was I realized. I was looking at one of Maud's recent colonoscopy pictures, so i sorry about that. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. You know, I, I don't care what you said. I don't care how much them boys make. There ain't no way I go to school for like learning that kind of work. I'm telling you. Talk about <laughs> talk about cramming for exams, you know. Oh, my God. The other right. thing. Oh, Bill Barr. Bill Barr said that uh, spying did occur on the Trump campaign. I told I, everyone. I saw he that. He used so... the term spying. Yeah. That's right. Trump agreed. He said that he wasn't sure if it was the black one or the white one. See, that's from the Mad Magazine. Spy oh, that one was a little over my head. Cartoon. That was. I, I see. I see. I'll get, all right. Anyway, see. Anyway. Uh, Brexit's been delayed till October as well. Doesn't really affect yeah, me. I'm in America. Never but, uh, it was supposed to be this month, but uh, apparently Theresa May was quoted as saying, April Fool! <laughs> April Fool's is every day, it seems, as far as this uh, Brexit stuff has been going. I don't understand it at all. Granted, I'm not the, the closest follower, but I legitimately do not understand this scenario at all. Yeah. Treasury says it's going to it's going to miss the Democrats deadline for turning over Trump's tax returns as well. Apparently they were uh, they oh, said they're a... really looking forward to disappointing the Democrats. But now that they're going to miss it. <laughs> was this actually seriously planned? See, the yeah. thing with thing with you, Dell, is I never yeah. know when you're serious no, no, or when you're tongue in cheek. I, okay. I won't make up. I won't make up. Okay. Headlines, I'll tell you. I actually didn't know that there was a serious plan to release them. I had not. Yeah, heard that. they. Uh, like, that, that, there wasn't this? actually. It was a Democratic congressman had said that uh, had asked for uh, Trump's tax returns and demanded the Treasury turn them over. Mm. Uh, and uh, Democrats are saying, well, if he asks for them, you got to give it to him by law. And the Republicans are saying that you can't weaponize tax returns. This is what the Democrats are trying to do. And today I was see. the deadline when that was supposed to happen. Gotcha. That was true. Okay. Uh, final thing I've thrown uh, Kim Kardashian uh, in Vogue magazine. Saw an article with her because I'm always reading Vogue magazine. You know, it's uh, Kim it's, Kardashian is the, in Vogue. God. When I'm on the toilet, yeah. Uh, <laughs> apparently, she's actually studying to become a lawyer. True story. Yeah. Really? I don't. I don't know if you remember. Her father was Robert Kardashian, who helped. That's right. Simpson. So, yeah. Uh, She's following her fa father's footsteps, I guess. She was asked about her chances of passing the bar, and uh, she said she could probably do it unless, of course, it was ladies' night. <laughs> Thank you, All right, sir. I'm going to let you all go. Y'all take care. Bye. Thank you.
I hope she does pass the bar because I know so many lawyers that are just, I, I, I am just in awe that they were able to pass it. And I want everybody to see that, you know, it's not, it's not, it can't be that hard. Right. If Kim K can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Toffee Talk is up next. Toffee Talk, you're good to go. All right, guys. Spectacular duct tape disruptions today. <laughs> well, we do what we can. Thank you. Well, it keeps us entertained. Sure. My question is, you know, on the Sunday show, I want to know who's been your favorite guest. Ooh. Um, you know, actually, my, the, my personal favorite, and this is not a shot at any of the others, because I want to give honorable mention to our regulars, people who have really helped us out. That'd be like Sticks and Rowing Millennial and those people that have... Uh, been regulars for us and helped us out when Blonde has had to be out and things like that. But as far as conversation yeah. goes, my personal favorite was with uh, Ian Petty, who's, who was the brother of... Um, yes. God, what was his sister's? I think it was Elena Petty. Elena I, Petty. I, I might be wrong. Oh, yeah, his sister yeah. was, was shot, uh, was killed in Parkland. And I mean, obviously his story was interesting, but just uh, the strength of that family. And it, go to, it just goes to show that, that a strong family unit can can really sustain some seriously horrible things horrible things and, and he's just I, so positive like that, yeah. Yeah. and um and ian still emails me sometimes i've heard from him within the last few weeks or last oh, really? month or so so uh, if ian's listening to this you know i'd i'd say again thanks for coming on and thanks for sharing the story and i know he had recently graduated he um he was in idaho too because he was he was that's right sort of around here he was going to school in idaho so i think he's out now but i hope everything's going well for his family yeah, he's he's the kind of person like you don't hear from him. You hear about you hear from David Hogg and and the rest of them. You don't hear oh, from yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really love. Well, for me, it's sticks because I love sticks. Oh, sure. Sorry. Which time with sticks? How many times we had sticks on? We kind of botched the twice first something. one. That's right. That's it right. Was... Twice, and they were both excellent. And, <laughs> yeah, the way there, there was never a there was never one before that, and you shouldn't try to find it. <laughs> yeah. I well, do that's like all I want to know, guys. Keep the Duck Show Pro going. Sure. Uh, did you want to say about Owen Benjamin before we let him go? Um, I just really liked having him on. I, I love Owen Benjamin. And uh, and then I liked our Ruben segment. It was cool to meet Ruben. Yeah, that was fun. And, and honestly, of all, I will say this about Dave Rubin too. Of all the quote-unquote big players, established mm-hmm. people, nobody was more responsive and more on time and treated us just like anybody else. Uh, and it, at the time, this was a really small potatoes operation, much yeah. smaller than it is even now. This was what? In the first year, for sure. It, this was January 2017, more than two years ago. And yeah. Dave Rubin and his team were like on the spot for us, on time, totally cool. As far as anybody I've dealt with who's like a big player, him and his staff were top notch, I would say. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, oh, man. Cool. Have a good night, guys. Yeah. Bye. Ciao. Razor I'm just Jack talking over people. This has been a disaster. <laughs> that's, that's that's why that's why the people love it. That's that's why they're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Razor Jack. All right. Can't hear him. I can't hear him either. Oh, good. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So if something else is going on, we'll let him hang out. Sorry, mate. So, oh, there you go. Thank you. We thought we were having even more technical difficulties. I've got about 13 switches on my headset, so I've got to make sure they're all on. That sounds oh, like a headset. Oh, this one's on you. Awesome. I was going to say, we should get those headsets so we, sh- we can complicate things even yeah. more. So I, um, 
I don't know if you heard about the gun vote that got passed in New Zealand today, but they did it. Is that the that's basically the the uh, the military style semi-automatic ban that your prime minister was discussing over the last few weeks? Hey, 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 hey don't insult me so much. I'm an Australian, not a Kiwi. Oh, sorry. Their prime minister. <laughs> Their prime minister. Yeah, no. Gotcha. Um, 159 votes to one. Oh, my God. What about really? Yes. Who is the one? And why? I, I was actually just looking for that as we when he pulled me in. I can't seem to find it. I'll have to do huh. a bit more research. But I was talking to my. I'm too young to remember the gun buyback situation here in Australia so well. But my mm-hmm. dad was talking about it, and he was saying the exact same thing happened here. There was no public consultation about it, mm. and in 20 years, they're going to be experiencing situations very similar to what we are now. So an example of that is Australia has a big problem with pest animals. 20 years ago, we were able to keep those numbers down or 25, 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. Today, wild dogs, feral cats, feral pigs, the numbers are just so out of control. They're using biological methods to try and control them. Hmm. Oh, my God. That's and grannies carry on about us not killing animals, but yet we're giving rabbits Korean hemorrhagic fever. Oh my God. Okay. And that, that's basically, a direct result of the gun <laughs> buyback or gun ban, basically? Basically, yeah. Because farmers used, when I was a kid, we'd go out rabbit shooting. Yeah. That's just how it was. Oh, I lost him. Lost yeah. out for, I lost him for a second. Let's see if I can get him back. Or maybe he lost his connection. So I don't see him in the waiting room. Razor Jack, if you are able to hear us, hop back in the waiting room. I'll circle back to you. But uh, yeah, I mean, if, as though there was any doubt this was going to go through in, in New Zealand. Anyhow, that was the biggest joke of it all. She announced this and then the opposition party is like, yeah, all right, cool. They know. Yeah, let's confiscate uh, everybody's everybody's property. And yeah, they're getting they're, they're getting money for it, I suppose. But th- that's the biggest joke of it all, too. When you talk about when you talk about buybacks, it's like, oh, you mean the money that you already took for me? Yeah. Or from me? Yeah. You're going to take the money that you took it's from really me depressing. and you would give think it. There would be strong opposition to this because even it's just so on obvious a pro- what's going to happen. Even just on a property rights basis, whether whether or not it's a gun rights basis, it's like. In what other context would you allow the government to come into your house and say, we don't like that couch. Here's some money for that couch. We're going to take it away. Well, you took the money from me and now you're paying me back my money for my property. So I still lose. I still, my property has still been confiscated from me. Yeah. Whatever. Even on that basis, you'd like to see a little more opposition, but this is a great name. Uh, Oh, Razor Jack is back. Razor Jack, sorry about the disconnection. We'll give you a quick last word though, if you want it. Uh, maybe his mic's not not working. No, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just like wondering what was going on. It, it booted you out for some reason, but if you got a wrap up on the uh, on the buyback stuff, go for it. No, not really. That was about it. The only other thing I was talking about was we called our election today. Oh, okay. So what's going to happen there? Um, the Australian version of the Conservative Party at the moment looks like it's going to lose. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and so Sorry. what would, what will that mean? What kind of policies does the, uh, the other party want to implement? Um, so a lot of union centric, uh, policies, a lot of workers rights, raise the minimum wage. Uh, it doesn't, they haven't gone into it too far cause we have just announced our budget. 
mm-hmm. but the Conservative Party has just managed to get us back into the surplus. So we've got about a $7 billion surplus for the first time in years. Under a Labor, which is a progressive government, that will disappear like it does every time. Hmm. The last I... time we had a Labor government was at the start of the financial crisis. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. Yep. Well, thanks for cluing us in, and uh, thanks for the insight, man. No problem, mate. Have a good night. Bye. Or a good day, whatever it is there. Die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't see this person in the waiting room, but I'm just giving a shout out to the username Mo Lester. Or <laughs> Lester. Anyway, Mo, if you are uh, hanging out, uh, hop in one of the waiting rooms. I'll see if I can pull you in. Uh, Danny from Montaner. So the live chat was saying that Red Ice got shut down during the hearings yesterday because of what people in the chat were saying. Yeah, I'd believe it. I, I'm sure that's the direction that we're going to go. And you know, I can't I, say I heard... fag anymore in my own live chat. I have to do a little asterisk. So they uh, did the did the actual stream get shut down or just the chat to the stream? Because I heard just live the chat. chat. Tell me. I think it's just. Hello. Hey, hey Danny, what's what's on your mind? Oh. Go for it. Hey, what's going on? Blind, can you hear me? Sure can. Uh, my question really was centered towards you. I sent you guys an email uh, about a channel. I was really strange that I discovered, but it's basically a guy. It might be in a real good LARP, but it's a guy dressed up saying he's out on Antarctica Nazi base. And in one of his videos, he specifically mentions you by name. Oh, was it, what? um, what's this commandant? Is that who the it is? commandant? Yes. Yeah. I, th- I thought that video was, uh, was pretty good. I was surprised he mentioned me like by my Christian name. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. I didn't, I've been watching the show for a little while now and I had no clue what your real name was. So that yeah. really took me off surprise at Wait, first he called too. you out by your full name. Yeah. But it wasn't in a, you know, malevolent way, you know? Yeah. Was it, uh, can I ask, was it current or former? Former? Okay. Yeah, this was a few years ago. Yeah, he... I wanted to get your thoughts on what he had to say about you and maybe your thoughts on the Black Sun as a whole. I can't quite remember. I I, I watched it a really long time ago, but I think he was talking about how um, conservative women will help to bring others into the fold. Is Is that correct? Uh, Sort of. The way he describes it, to my understanding, is he uses the word vril. Vril is supposed to be this sort of energy force that I guess thrown around today as dark matter, but that's how my understanding of how he describes it. Interesting. I wish I had a better recall on the video, but I remember watching it and liking it. Yeah. Well, if I can read you some of his words, I've been in close contact with him for a little while now. Okay. Sure. I understand more than anyone the need to be secretive and play one's cards close to their chest, so to speak. She is brave to speak out at all in this era of a communist persecution, and her channel getting banned is not worth the fleeting moment of my personal satisf- uh, excuse me, personal satisfaction. In fact, I would be quite happy if every Aryan female chose her as a role model, even if this meant her, no, if even if this meant never hearing a single word of support for the Black Sun of the Real Society. You can tell her that. You can tell her I said that if you make contact. <laughs> well, all right. I, I can't uh, condone that or I will immediately get, get the boot. But I do appreciate the commentary. And I did like that video. So. 
Yeah, he uh, he actually said that's what your probably going to response was, but he wants me to get back to him. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. It's <laughs> been Thanks, fun. Danny. Good night. Right. I can't believe that it. was one of our someone would have so much like hate in their heart. I can't believe it. All right, Ovid's up next. Hello. What's on hey. your mind? So, um, two things. The I'm excited for the Philly meetup, which is going to be um, oh cool, like 4:20, and um, there's going to be gonna... a Philly meetup on 4:20. Are you guys going to hmm. smoke weed and eat Philly cheesesteak sandwiches? Well, I'm going to learn to shoot. <laughs> oh, awesome! Is it at a range or what? Yeah, cool. I mean, I've I've shot. Uh, I actually ran an, a pellet gun thing at boys at a boy scout camp i worked at cool. but um this time i'm actually gonna be uh learning how to shoot so that's gonna be cool do you have any idea what uh what kind of firearms they're bringing or is it at a place where you can rent stuff uh it's like at a place oh cool all right so yeah. what what do you want to rent have you thought about it i have no idea if you okay. have recommendations have you shot before at all or is this like a first time I shot like my uncle's shotgun when I was super uh -huh. young and, you know, like just a rifle at Boy Scout camp. But yeah, you know, I, I don't it's know. AR time. Guns. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know if there's a problem with, with starting with rifles. Um, and I, I want to learn how to shoot a handgun too. I will forever be a terrible handgun shot. I, I try to get better. Uh, and you're a terrible I, handgun shot. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't say that I'm good. I wouldn't somehow, say that I'm somehow that surprised yeah. me. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a great target shooter period. Like I'm not going to have the tightest groups of anybody, but, um, but yeah, I think you might have, I, I don't know. You can't really go wrong, but yeah, that is the second thing I'm most excited about right now. The most excited I am is for, um, you guys hear about this minds thing. No, I, I've heard only a little bit about it. So everyone came out and announced this big minds event where like all the big people are going to be there mm -hmm. In international. You got Canadians, you've got uh, Sargoy from, from the UK. And for some reason they all chose fucking New Jersey out, okay. of, out of everywhere, but not yeah. like big New Jersey, like this small little theater in Southern New Jersey. And if you go look at that theater, You'll notice that it is actually right up the road from a small, dinky little state university called Rowan University, which happens hmm. to be where I am at this very moment. Lucky you, I guess. <laughs> so I got tickets for me and my girlfriend. Cool. And uh, the event is actually on move-in day for next semester. So I'm going to hopefully... Oh, so this is like in the fall or something? Yeah, this is uh, August 31st. You guys okay. should come. You guys should come. Uh, I had some messages about it just today, in fact. So I, I actually don't, uh, yeah, I, awesome. I got a Twitter DM about it, oh. but awesome. I, I know hardly anything about it. Um, who's going to be there? Oh God. Sounds Karen like everybody. Strong's, I guess. Karen, as soon as I saw Karen Strong, I'm like, all right. Oh really? <laughs> I'm putting my, I'm putting so it's like real down. intellectuals. Oh, well you also have like shoe and, uh, um, oh no deal. Are gonna be yeah, there. I'm out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Really? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, truth. I'd have to learn more about it. Truthfully speaking, conferences, especially ones that are very far away from well, it's me, like, are... it's like a panel. Pim Pim Tool's going to be there. Um... Pim Tool. <laughs> what? The... I don't know. Um, we tend to avoid IRL. Stuff. Yeah. 
I I uh, wouldn't do I wouldn't do it if it wasn't a five minute drive from literally where I am right now. And um, there's too. always like the Kilroy potential. Yeah, that's the thing is it it, it seems like drama always pops up and, and the just thing is this is run by like the the MythCon people and Tim Pool yeah. basically subverse Tim Pool's organization. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I mean to the bring other it to your attention. I suppose, but the other thing I got to think about too is like if I do that, that's a few days or a week's worth of lost work time too, and sometimes that's. And this, I'm not taking a shot at the convention or whatever, but that's mm-hmm. that's a value cal- calculation I have to make. Yeah, and I have another and, job too. So. Yeah, right. I, I, I'd I'd consider it if I see more info. But um, K losers. But I'll I probably I, I I would not put it as likely that I will see you there. Obviously. I do love Tim Pool. No, it's all good. Yeah, Tim's killing right. it. Good, yeah, uh, but I hope you have fun and let let us know how the uh, the meetup goes and the gun range stuff. Yeah, totally. Oh, absolutely. Oh, wait, Remember, like, before you go, you'll you're see from Philadelphia? Have you I'm been from, to the... I'm from New Jersey. I'm in southern New Jersey right now. Oh, never mind. But I'm basically outside of Philly. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Uh, make sure to, um, if you do if you do rent an AR or a similar rifle, make sure All to right. watch that CNN video of the guy <laughs> shooting it for proper form. I'm yeah. going to go full semi-mode. Fully semi-automatic, yeah. and I'm going to say the N-word. All right, sounds good. <laughs> He's out of here. Let's get one uh, caller before the top of the hour here. Uh, Yiz the eunuch. <laughs> hey, Yiz. This isn't Brian Stelter, is it? Wait, what? <laughs> I was just curious <laughs> if you're Brian Stelter or not. No. <laughs> oh, okay, just checking. What's on your mind? Hey. It, no. Do, uh-uh. do you do you have your stream muted? Make sure to mute your stream. Uh oh. I, I uh, hold on. I gotta. Yeah, mute the stream. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, this yep. is my first time. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Why did you ask if I was Brian Stelter? Because <laughs> it's he is the eunuch, and you know Tucker calls well, uh, know, Brian yeah. Stelter a eunuch. Yeah. But no, I'm a I'm an OG eunuch. I'm a, one of those trap trans types that everybody complains about. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Yeah, but I got a unique story, and uh, I'm pretty based for a degenerate, so y'all would like me. <laughs> I see. Okay. I'm good people, and I've uh, been yeah. following you guys for a long time. Uh, sure. Matt for about two years, blonde about a year and a half. Love you both, of course. Wow. Oh, thank you and, so much. Uh, Thanks for tuning if in. If you ever wanted to have a nice conversation with a, a brilliant trans person, that I've got insider information about all the LGBT lunacy that I'd love to divulge. Okay, so, well, divulge we'll a little that bit now. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, yeah. Um, uh, I've got a unique trans story. I'm almost 40 and I mm-hmm. grew up in Appalachia, had redneck family and such. Mm-hmm. I'm intersex. So around nine years old, mm. instead of being a little weird boy, I started growing into a girl. And in about a year, I had hips and breasts and shit. Mm. And that was a crazy ride, let me tell you. And uh, got sucked up into like, you know, drag culture and other tranny weird shit. And it never was for me and I didn't really take to it. So I've kind of got good based, good family that taught me gender norms and good family Christian values and shit. And sure. also got the other flip side of that, the far left insane, everything about family values is trash, you know, fuck hmm. this, fuck that. So I got a good kind of twinning. But don't of, you uh, think that your situation is different because you had an actual medical condition? Yeah. Like, doesn't it yes, infuriate definitely. you to see all these people voluntarily? Oh, God, to no end. I fucking hate it. Because I'm sure it's like, been a difficult me, me, road for you. And then there are people yeah. that are just adopting it voluntarily. Well, and you're in like, the, I actually In the tranny community, we, we call everybody that's not like OG real trans, we call them trans trenders. And the mm. trans trenders and the trans activists, they have done so much harm to real trans people. It is unimaginable. When you say real yeah. trans people, what do you mean people that have a, a, a that type people of medical that have, 
condition? People that have some kind of intersex condition, people that have that bizarre, inescapable, crippling from childhood gender dysphoria shit. Like, mm. a lot of that stuff is kind of fake and pushed by the, the lefty-leaning psycho-med, uh, psychology-med stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, about... Um, I, I went into nursing for my day job, and for about 15 years until I got ran out by leftists, uh, I worked with trans youth and queer youth. And um, I don't know if you remember me messaging you guys. It was, it was like a year ago in a live stream how I had to leave Albuquerque because it just hmm. it was becoming a leftist shithole. And ever, all the organizations I worked with basically turned on me when I didn't bow down and suck the dick of the diversity goddess for the rest <laughs> of them. So, all right. But anyway, um, I have – an absolutely rancid and hilarious story for Blonde because she loves nasty medical stories, right? <laughs> okay, we, all right. We will right. have to be kind of quick, but you That's know, fun. Blonde's on the it's clock, fun. and so I guess Do you get know infinite what, time. Yeah, I, I know I, I gab a lot, and this was fun. Sure. This is our first time. I'll come back another day. We could chew the trans fat another time. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so you know what a fistula is, right? No. I don't know. Okay, a fistula is when there's a tiny wound, an opening, or an incision that gets infection in it. Oh, it's yes, like, I it's, do. It's like, like sepsis, but for flesh, not yeah. in, in your internal cavity. Okay, well, my mother got an awful fistula, okay? So I come out to the car one day. She's like, hey, I want to show you something. She normally doesn't come to visit me. She's the one that I moved here to take care of in her older age, so I'm living with her, so I'm speaking quietly. But um, So I get in the car, and she drops this stack of glossy 5x7 photographs in my lap. I had no idea that she had a fistula. And I look down, and in my lap is a glossy five by seven photograph of my mother's hairy asshole. <laughs> and, and right beside of it is this awful, bloody gauze hole because she had a fistula repaired about one inch from her fucking asshole. And she had all these, she had all these like medical pictures that the surgeon took because they asked. She went to a, a teaching hospital to get the surgery done to fix her fistula, and they were like, "Hey, can we take pictures for medical training and all this stuff?" And she was so proud of that and thought it was so cool. She has a doctorate in biology, by the way, so that's why she was cool with me being. Well, she sounds like she's right. And didn't lose her mind. So like, so yeah, so she, so she just grinning ear to ear, and I am mortified. More, I, I look at her with this horrible look on my face, and she just laughs like I sat on a whoopee cushion, and she pulled one over on me. So, <laughs> my, my my mother, my this is my biological mother, and she's good people, right? And we had the biggest laugh about it. So. Yeah, so uh, I'm probably the only person in the world that uh, sat in a car and their own grinning mother handed them glossy close-up pictures of their own asshole. I don't know, man. Now we're going to get some other callers that like... Yeah, I, this I is one that will spawn uh, others the way, that are this similar. Did, this didn't warp me, by the way. I was 24 when this happened. This, gotcha. this is not something that messed me up. I was uh, I was a filthy degenerate a long time before oh that. Oh my gosh. All right. well, thank you so much for calling. We appreciate yeah, it. I had a wonderful time. We'll do it again sometime. Take sure. care. Sure. Thanks. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. <laughs> pictures, pictures of uh, of terrible, gross medical things. All right. Oh my god. Uh, let's let's uh, catch up with super chat and streamlabs oh, yeah. before we do our last segment of calls tonight. Do, 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 do. I'm terrible at my job. <laughs> terrible at my job. Who was the last person? Crown video uh, with sticks. Um, there was that one. I got one David. over on uh, streamlabs. Matthew says it's uh, dlive.tv, not dive. Dot TV. Thank you for clarifying. Um, yes, I'll look into it. DLive.TV. Thank you. Uh, David Blackstone. Okay, sorry about Discord booting me, but thanks for the response, guys. I don't know which caller that was. 
Uh, so read it one more time. Sorry. David Blackstone said he got the boot, but thanks for the response. Uh, maybe he got kicked out. So yeah, I don't, I don't recall. Sorry, we got to keep it moving, Sorry. but, uh, but yeah, um, well, anyway, uh, yeah, I don't, I, we'll just have to keep going. Sorry for about the that. flawless show tonight. We really, uh, have things perfected. We really do. Um, three years of the show. Dangerous spaces. Don't know if it's because of minimum wage, but we also have things like McDonald's self-serve kiosks. It probably is. Uh, why hire staff rather than use a machine? That's how most companies are going to think. Um, Quen Funderburk, no <laughs> note. Uh, Thomas B., who's hotter? Jenny Garth on Beverly Hills, 90210. Or Maureen McCormick in season five of The Brady Bunch. Is that Marsha? Yeah, I got to go way back in time to look at these things. Maureen uh, McCormick. I think that is Marsha. I got to go with Marsha. Yeah. Yeah, for now, I'll have to go with uh, with Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Hmm. We all see. Matt and I were going to make love. Then I remembered I'm not a giant homo faggot. So Blonde and I made love instead. So. <laughs> Gay! Damn wise. Yeah. Husband. Um, O-M-O-5-A-U-09. You guys suck with these, with these names. Uh, thanks for the <laughs> shout out. Shouting out the Atlanta meetup. What is your opinion of same-sex couples raising children in a committed relationship? Ugh. I mean, is it the best environment for a child to grow up in? Nah. I, I'm always in favor of best what's best for the child. So right. to me, I'm open to what evidence says. I'd have to see evidence, but let's put it this way. I, based on what I understand, I would say that you know, your, your typical heterosexual family arrangement is probably the best for the child. That is, but, but that's not to say that it should never happen. I think... There are certainly arrangements where a committed, loving gay couple is, is better than what, what might be available for that child otherwise. Right, you know? right. I mean, but then we've got the cliff diving lesbian situation. Right. Which, although that is anecdotal, does tell a greater truth about the perception of homosexual parents that foster children and how they're going to be treated by CPS, which is with no scrutiny at all. And there are, if I'm going to be fair in the evidence and in the data, there are data that suggest a lot of abusive relationships. Lesbian couples in the have lesbian more domestic abuse than any other, and, than any other type. Yeah, of and, and the problem is a lot of the data is like kind of sparse because obviously this sort of studying that type of thing is highly politicized. People don't yeah. want it done. Uh, again, this is not condemnation of an individual lesbian couple or something, but Except for the cliff diving lesbians. Except for them. But the perspective I'm coming from is it's not necessarily about uh, whether lesbianism or, or gay couples are okay. It's about what's best for the child. As I'm open right. to whatever the evidence says, but what's best for the child has to guide that decision. Also, gay male marriages, 50% of them are open marriages, um, which has got to be bad for children. And I wouldn't want children to go to a heterosexual family that had an open marriage either. Yeah, I think that's I think. But he did say monogamous. Yeah, yeah. Committed relationship. Yeah. Sure. Um, uh, and, it, you know, it varies case by case. It just depends on what's available to that child. I, I don't, it's not as though I'd say, like, I think the kid should live in a dumpster <laughs> instead yeah, of, like, that type of scenario. Yeah, but all six of yeah. those kids were better off with the with these dykes than with their single moms in Houston. How were they better off? What do you no, mean? I mean, just to the, to the mind of the average person. They're like, oh, they're oh. definitely better off with this white, well, upper middle class educated family. If that, yeah, again, I'd have to see, was that, the question is, was that an odd one-off or is it part of a trend? And I just don't know the answer on that. Yeah, it is anecdotal, so I probably shouldn't. I'm, I'm sure the, the cliff diving aspect is 
uh, a little unique, but um, yeah. maybe there are elements of it that aren't. I also don't, I don't trust know. any institution to properly collect data on the ch on children raised in homosexual relationships. Well, that's the thing is this stuff is so politicized that an honest answer it's is hard to come by. To find. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Diego 73 had a free super chat. Here you go. Love you guys. We love you too. Well, thanks. When Thunder Burke, uh, we are going to see more and more shootings when whites aren't allowed to defend ourselves rhetorically and end up seeing violence as the only way to be heard. That is a uh, true, not only of whites, but when people feel like they aren't allowed to, um, to use their words to defend themselves. Yeah. Like, or just like the only, yeah. Only just resolve conflict or disagreement. Generally, if you can't talk yeah. about it, what else are you supposed to do? I know it doesn't make the problem go away. Um, first son of man, blonde, you love this guy. YouTube, the jolly heretic, uh, heretic, heretic. I, I know English <laughs> academic living in Finland. I've actually heard yeah. this person was on Mark Collette yesterday. Genius. Hi, Matt, please shave and dress better. Love you both. Um, I've heard about this person. I think they've done some live streams in other, in some of the other circles, but he was on Mark Collette yesterday. So I'll check that out. Hmm. Uh, so anybody in the live chat, let me know if you have uh, seen, um, the golden one and Mark Collette's stream together. Hmm. Uh, I just want to know if it's worth watching. It's pretty long. By the way, do you know the rage that would ensue if I were to shave? Are you nuts? You have there was, before. There was one time where the trimmer settings were too short by accident and it was nearly a clean shave. Do you have any, do you have any idea? Do you have any idea the rage that follows? I don't know. People really don't like it when you don't wear a hat. So I'd imagine. It's I know. It's like you change one stupid thing and people are like, Rrr. Uh, you know, so, okay. you know, once you're set, you're set. You can't change the damn thing. That's the rule. I know. Uh, Jamie Clay, um, did a recent video of how unhappy women's girls are blamed society, social media, and Instagram. Wait, WTI did a recent video. WTI. Uh, we, the internet, we, the internet. Yeah. Um, I think the internet is a slow moving extinction event. The first sign of seeing Hitler everywhere. Hmm. Man, depressing tonight. Uh, Brian Baer, go stars, and you two are my favorite YouTubers. Thank you. Well, thanks. Um, Asian black dude says, my name is Marcus. My username is Wang Choco, which is Korean for King Chocolate. It's been my nickname. I adopted it while teaching English in Korea. Oh, sorry. And yes, it is because I'm black. Oh. Gotcha. I might have incorrectly identified it as Japanese characters. I can't remember. I should know, I I should know the difference. Uh, no, clearly not. I clearly do not know uh, Mr. Luke, I know note uh, is null. Is null, no note. Thank you, thank you. Miles um, Kinslow, hey guys, did you see the debate between Nick Fuentes and Sargon and Hassan and Destiny on Twitch? Would you guys ever do a debate between Hassan uh, or Destiny or others love the show? No, I, I recently saw a clip of Destiny talking about how people on the right need to be exterminated. <laughs> Was he, he sincere? Like, yeah, he seems like he's got a real screw loose, so I probably wouldn't bother. Also, he's um, insufferable. I've said before, like if I were invited on, yeah, I'll probably go. That said, I'm probably not going to be the one to host this sort of thing. But if people want me to participate in that in that stuff, yeah, if if an invitation comes my way, I'll probably show up. Yeah. Um. Okay, we'll circle back for us. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get through. Maybe we'll go a little bit long in calls just because of the the bad start. Really? Five minutes is that um, fair? Text my husband. Okay. Five or, minutes, that's got to be. A if it's if it's wifely duties, then then you know maybe. it is. Okay. We'll hurry up. Um, Admin Voss is up first. Admin Voss, go for it. Hey, guys. How are you doing tonight? Hey there. We are all right. What's on your mind? 
this this past podcast on the Dick Masterson show, he was talking about an email that someone had sent in about these school shooter drills. I was wondering, as far as just drilling in school is concerned, how how much experience do you guys have? Because I know me personally, we we've had uh, well, I'm in Texas, so of course we have tornado drills after mm-hmm. Columbine, lockdown drills. Uh, fire drills, all that kind of stuff. Does that sound mm-hmm. familiar to you guys? No yeah. shooting, but we definitely had tornado. I grew up in Missouri, so we had tornado drills all the time and fire drills yep. every few months. And I think that's it. Yeah, I had all those disaster ones. Never had a shooter drill, to my knowledge. Not in school, like regular uh, K through twelve or in college. Uh huh. Um. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, basically, the the lockdown drill is just general presence on the campus that's not welcome. And yeah. I kind of assumed that these that these shooter drills were just modified versions of that, mm-hmm. which I'm somewhat moderately correct on that, but it's even crazier than you would imagine. Like, uh, the, the way this person was explaining in the email on the cock show was basically they had certain members of the faculty pretending to be the shooter, knocking on doors <laughs> and <laughs> kicking down stall doors, finding people in the hallway and executing them. Huh. And the fellow who sent this email in basically explained, hey, I'm not like a teacher or anything on this campus. I'm a tech guy. I was mm-hmm. trying to get to my job. And the fucking idiot retard principal still in character LARPing as a school shooter was like, hey, you just got shot, man. You need to lay down. Of course, <laughs> oh this guy oh told God. him to fuck off. Yeah. And yeah. as soon as as soon as he was finished doing his job, I think about a few days later, he got he got something in from his supervisors saying that he was supposed to comply with that <sighs> that sort of protocol. Are you I guess. serious? Oh my god! That's insanity. It's, it's so stupid. I I honestly didn't believe it when I first heard it, but I started looking up these these videos on YouTube from ABC or whatever, and yeah, yeah they've got them going down to kindergarten, which I think is pretty silly. The statistics on how likely you are to be shot in a school shooting—it's it's just, just fair. Both those events are not. They're not even something that warrants that much. That I don't much know of that I have a problem with preparedness and having a plan, of course, but uh, forced role playing that seems a little right. That seems a little harsh to me, <laughs> or a little over the top, I suppose. Just, you know, don't be a hero, and then somebody on the premises will have a gun. Presumably, I'd yeah, I'd like to have uh, uh, security staff who are equipped to deal with this, and that's like I, I don't know that you want to train kids to try to take on or deal with the shooter, but you want them prepared to have a plan for shelter or safety right. while the problem is this dealt This reminds with. me of, like, we gotta let you go. We, this reminds me of nuclear drills that they used to have to do, hmm. which my mom told me about. Um, but it, it was those always seemed especially pointless to me because everybody in the vicinity would be incinerated, so hiding under your desk is not gonna do anything. Well, what if you were on the outskirts? What if you're on the edge of... Like, you're on the fringe of, of the... I just don't know if there's death. anything you can do in the classroom that's going to prevent bodily injury in the event of a, of a nuclear bomb. I don't I know. Maybe that's just supposed to make him feel better about it. Maybe. That seems pretty traumatic. Hmm. Be traumatic. Anyway, we gotta let you go. All right. Well, we, yeah. you, you got shot, Admin Voss. You're dead. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So get out of here. Oh, God. Good night, guys. Thanks. Bye. Uh, uranium tank. Uranium tank, you're up. Hey, what's going on this evening? Hey there. We're all right. How are you? 
I'm good. I just wanted to give you guys a couple different things. I've got uh, some inside insight. You guys mentioned the military taking those guns. Uh, mm -hmm. You're cutting in and out. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of losing you a little bit, but I can half hear you. Okay. Um, yeah, you mentioned uh, the military taking people's guns last week. Mm -hmm. And then um, I also want to give you guys kind of a gun of the week. I haven't heard one yet, so. Oh, we had the shotgun from, uh, what was it, Killing Them Softly? What oh, movie was okay. it? But okay. you can do it. You, you, I don't know if Raggle Fraggle has that bit copyrighted or not. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. But okay, I, well, I, yeah, um, I guess you can do it. Regarding my first uh, issue, I was going to say um, I am in the Army and mm -hmm. uh, a combat uh, job, actually. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to comment that uh, some of those guys were kind of worried about the military. They, people might take their guns. They'll do exactly as ordered, you know, mm -hmm. no brain, kind of just robotic uh, thoughts. Um, but I really don't foresee it going down like that, if at oh, all. Did you send us an email about this? I did, yeah, actually. Ah, okay, okay. Well, I will take it off the Colin show list. Um, I totally agree because I've talked to a lot of military members about this, and they're all like, yeah, there would be a mutiny. They'd have a mutiny on their hands. Yeah, exactly. No, it's it's not going to happen because you do, you know, you pledge that oath to the Constitution. To so the Constitution, so, right, right. Right, number one right there. You know, people people are going to be ignoring their superior officers. You know, granted that this is an illegal order and it's against yeah. the constitution. Well, what, let's say uh, in a in a in a clown world that the Second Amendment got repealed. It was no longer part of the Constitution, and let's say that was not the calculation anymore. Do you think that would change the calculation in the minds of uh, your peers, or would they still have the same level of resistance? Well, I think the the legality obviously is now different. But yeah. uh, the attitudes and, you know, people's perspective in the military, at least in, in the, the realm that I'm in, is mm -hmm. very much like 99% pro-gun. Mm -hmm. Like everybody yeah. I know owns guns. No one's going to be going door-to-door -door taking other people's guns. It's never going to happen. Hmm. Not, what if not the, the military is successfully infiltrated with women and a diversity initiative though i i have worked with women in the infantry right hmm. now and hmm. uh, i mean the, the results i'll say are mixed and hmm. i don't think i don't think women are going to really make it that far in the military hmm. there, there are there are a select few that can do the job and do it well and then the rest of it is kind of just how many Not are great. actually signing up for, for infantry roles? Is that a common thing, or is it few and far between? Uh, I really don't think it's common. It's, it's oh. a very low percentage. Okay. I mean, there are, there are women throughout the military in of course, yeah. on combat roles. And, yeah. you know, whatever, that's fine. But, you know, it's, at least where I'm at, you need to be physically very strong sure. to be able to make it. All right, well, thanks for the insight, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah no problem. You guys have a Thanks night. for serving, of course, as well. Ah, no big deal. Have a good night. See. let's see uh kale climate i've asked this guy how to say the name a million times oh i think he had to take off mr climate uh if you're still around hop into the waiting room maybe i can circle back to you mystic axe we'll get mystic axe next mystic axe you're good to go oh hi guys um well fraggle fraggle may not have a copyrighted for his skit but uh we were kind of working on that and <laughs> That's right. Didn't you fill in for him previously? Is that how it yeah, worked? Yeah, and we're, we're we're joined together and like talk. We we're 
bouncing off things last Wednesday, and then mm-hmm. I came into this, this video, and then I'm like, 11 minutes ago, I was called in. Shit. <laughs> All right. What's on your mind? Uh, are you guys going to talk about the, the Flintstone house that I talked about? I sent you guys on Sunday that I talked about. I don't know much about it, so you can you can fill me in now. Okay. Uh, so this guy made a replica of the cartoon Flintstone house. Okay. Like a real-life ha- version of it is what you're saying. Yes. You can Google okay. Just Google the Flintstone house. Okay. Like California, and they has, they're calling it a public nuisance, but the new termering for nuisance is, oh has to God. be, it, it's a noise thing. This is like, hideous, though. That's so yeah, ugly. Yeah, but the <laughs> thing is, it, it's by this interstate and that, and, like, it's private property, and... Yeah. It's like the life-size dinosaurs, and, and there are more people upset about the life-size dinosaurs. Oh, my God. If this was my neighbor, I'd be real pissed. I Yeah. <laughs> this is but a no, real he test lives, of... He lives, he, he lives, like, from all the pictures I've seen, he lives off near the highway with no one around him. It's just... Uh... I don't know. I can see other houses in this photo. Who likes oh. the Flintstones that much? I don't know, but I thought it was kind of... I thought it was cool. Like, I, I think the appeal would wear off after, like, eight years of living beside the guy. But it's like, it's like it's his property. If as long as he's not like they're saying it's a public nuisance, which means he has to be causing stuff. But if it's just stuff standing there, it's just an eyesore. It's this not is like really it's, right. Me. It's, yeah. So nuisance is defined as like an, an audio disturbance or something. Yeah, and I'm and that's what they're saying. It's a nuisance, a public nuisance. I'm like, I don't think he's playing like the theme song every day. Or anything like that. So I'm like, oh man, this kind of stuff is is such a great test because I want, on principle, I, I want to say, yeah, he's not doing anything that harms anybody else. That said, he's got this other house that's close to him, and this thing is absolutely hideous. But he does the have trees. Of it's not so bad. The, but it's got these giant dinosaurs in the backyard, right. and it like, says when he's got text. Want, like little kids playing on those and just like fooling he's around. got text in the yard, big characters that says yabba dabba do. <laughs> Uh, at least there are big trees My between him and the neighbor. House is pretty much a mix between the interior of Aliens and Jurassic Park put together. Oh man! Hmm. So it's well, like, this is the sort of thing. Like I, I, you know, a lot of times, like homeowners associations and stuff, or whoever governs your living arrangement, they can be annoying because it seems like they have stupid rules. But when I see stuff like this, I kind of think, well, maybe their rules are okay. Maybe I. Maybe I should surrender my principles yeah, a little right. bit so I don't have yabba dabba do so neighbors. Hmm. I don't have an HOA around here, and I have a neighbor who's parked on their lawn all the time. Yeah. I'm like, what is this whiskey tango shit? Yeah. Stop. All right. Final thought on the Flintstone house, if you want it. Uh, no, I just want to do Gun of the Week because we're combined because we have so many for movies. Okay. Um, we'll have to be quick. Yeah. Uh, the Escape from New York, uh, Uzi. Okay. What's notable about it? Uh, if you Google it, it has a giant silencer and a giant scope on it. A scoped huh. Uzi. Okay, yeah, I can see the character holding it here. Yeah, it's Kurt Russell. It's just it was yeah. just an, it's an oddity. Hey, Kurt but Russell. It, there's a scene here where he's pointing it at uh, someone in a chair at point blank range. Oh, yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's just like because it has no back, it has no like stock. Wait, is the like, scope actually mounted to the uh, silencer? Yes, it looks like it. What yeah. the hell? All right, and that, like it's it's weird. It's just like what Holly like eighties Hollywood would think of like put this and this together. That look cool. <laughs> yeah, 
for a post apocalyptic right. thing, but yeah. So all that's right, thanks, it. man. Yeah, thanks. you guys have a lovely night. You as well. Islamic space program. That's a good name. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, and I see in the waiting room, Kyle Climate. So I'll circle back to you after this one. All right, if you're listening, uh, Islamic. Uh, actually, since he maybe a connection problem. Oh, there goes my phone. shut up phone. Good day. Someone's, hey. My school's calling me for donations. Give us money so we can teach people about gender studies. <laughs> no. What? Uh, I'm getting a phone call right now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> what's on your mind? Uh, do you want to talk about Poland? Sure. Well, uh, I'm sorry to disappoint, but I'm afraid Poland is not as based as many people think in the West. Hmm. Yeah, I know. They uh, banned Jared Taylor for no reason. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Recent? Not only that. Yeah. yeah. European countries, it was Poland who uh, banned Jared Taylor from the Schengen zone, but that's not the whole story. Uh, thought to be this based conservative country, but as a matter of fact, the government is corrupt to the core. Uh, Polish people are the most disarmed nation in Europe. Really? The constitution is the wor worthless rag. Yeah, seriously. Hmm. And the, the political scene is basically, uh, it's a two-party system, sort of. You have uh, Catholic socialists and globalist socialists. And, oh my God, this is very uh, disappointing. If you're looking for a base country, I'd rather look into the Czech Republic. Hmm. Yeah, Hungary too. Much, and, and Hungary, yeah, yeah. Hung, Hungarian prime minister uh, or president, I can't remember which one is it. Uh, he uh, he banned the whole gender studies bullshit from, oh, from yeah. Hungarian universities. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. You know about the Czechs? At least they uh, have some sort of uh, gun rights in in the Czech Republic. Whereas in Poland, it's basically impossible to get a gun for. You you can't even have one, really. Have to uh, be a member of some shooting society and then hmm. beg police for. Uh, for approval and there's a very long process and it's so heavily regulated that it's for for a regular guy it's it's very difficult to get one and it's the Jesus. same story as in australia or new zealand yeah self-defense right. is not a not a valuable reason yeah for... so so you're just at the mercy of like the subjective cops judgment of whether you're worthy or not yeah. something like that yeah yeah oh my god okay, all so right well a final word if you want it um no final words. Just All right. have a good day and see you next time. Sure. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. Bye. Let's get back to uh, Islamic space program. Because there we go. You got you got Mr. Islamic oh, space program. What's on your mind? Hey guys. Hey. Uh, I was in the middle of a hot debate. Oh yeah. Uh, what about? Uh, oh, just black pill people telling me that Trump is a failure and. Uh -oh. You know, and I, I don't know. I love you guys. Uh, it's great. I have a conspiracy theory that I came up with. Okay, cool. It has to do with Representative Swalwell. Who is running now? He's running for president. What a waste of a exactly. handsome man. You think he's handsome? Yeah, until he talks and oh you're like, God. oh, you're well, a big pussy. Okay, tinfoil away, please. All right. Well, I think he's running for president 
to protect himself from ongoing investigations related to his abuse of his position on the intelligence committee. Perhaps this has actually occurred to me too. I, I've how, seen him yeah. on, you know, over, he's been on Tucker Carlson a million times. And I'm like, the lady doth protest too much. Me thinks like, why is this guy so incredibly invested in uh, trying to turn this narrative around? How back up a little bit, explain to me how that would protect him though. How does running protect uh, him? It, it would protect him in the same way that the FBI doesn't get into uh, picking winners and losers in political mm -hmm. uh, campaigns. That's a no, no. That's why yeah. Comey got in so much trouble. So they just hesitate to investigate candidates until the, until it's over basically or something like right. that. So it's, it's a, it's a way to, it's a way to, uh, because the shit's going to hit the fan with these people. Well, the yeah. thing is, I've been, I, when, it, when Swalwell announced, and we'll talk about it on Sunday, I don't think he's under any delusions about winning. He, he has no shot, and I have to think he knows that. So there's some secondary motive. If I want to be charitable, maybe he just wants to raise the national profile of his stupid gun buyback proposal. Yeah. If you want to be cynical, maybe the, maybe the reasoning is something worse, like you're describing. But I think it's clear that there's some goal some alternate goal that is not becoming the president of the united states because that's just not going to happen yeah yeah that's true i don't know he's slimy he is really put slimy. It past him. and i'm looking at mm. pictures of him not handsome i don't know what i was yeah, I, I was i was surprised yeah i don't know he looks fine on tucker but he's got these tiny little teeth in all these pictures i've never noticed before hmm gotta have big teeth huh <laughs> Tall beard, big teeth. That's that's the equation. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for calling. Hey, man. Appreciate it. Take care, sure. y'all. Love Have you, blonde. Okay, we can take maybe uh, two more. Sound good? Sure. Flying clam. There's a good name. The flying clam. Go for it. Oh, give me give me one second. One sec. Sure. All right. I, I like, got oh. Oh, Sorry, it's my first time, and I'm a bit bit nervous. I haven't really never really done this before. But... Have you seen Have you seen this show tonight? I don't think that it could be yeah, screwed up more than. <laughs> uh, listen, more than I've been a part been. of wars. You have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's what's on your mind? So, have y'all been following any like news coming out of Charlotte recently? No, Charlotte, oh, yeah. it's my hometown. It's oh. a bit of a shit show lately. I put a link and other links talking about our current sheriff. Okay. And at the moment, our current sheriff, who was elected by mostly by the uh, Black Caucus here in Charlotte, has been has basically started a new uh, procedure by basically exclusively patrolling the southern part of the city, which is a majority white, upper class, the middle class area. Uh, for tickets. And his reasoning is because it's about privilege, white privilege. Okay. And this has caused a complete and other shit show in uh, Charlotte, as most of the Southern region has basically rightly calling him a racist for going after specifically white people for speeding tickets, while the crime rate in our entire city seems to skyrocket. And he's doing, so he admits to, disproportionately enforcing speeding laws is that or is he, he not said this in front of the city council so he says yes i do this and i i'm directing people to or cops to do this or whatever oh my God. there's yes. no there's no hiding it and his reasoning is is because, because of, of privilege it so it's like correcting pat it's like affirmative action or something for or it's uh yeah. reparations in in the form of speeding tickets basically 
yeah, something like that. But the funniest thing about it is that when he was going like North, uh, he mostly he, uh, the Black Caucus then got mad at him because one, they they elected him to patrol the black areas that sadly had a lot of crime. So they were mad at him for not doing that. And then they got mad at him again at, uh, around Blake Norman because they were mostly pulling over black <laughs> black men and women. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So now everyone's pissed off at this guy. And yeah. mentality, is, it, it's even worse. Uh, apparently the uh, North Carolina Assembly is uh, right now passed, uh, attempting to pass a law. I think it's they're going to have a vote on it this Friday, but I, I can't remember completely on that. Uh, to force him to abide by uh, regulations for him to essentially report illegal immigrants, because at the moment he's not doing that, and it's effectively sure. made Charlotte a second, you know, sanctuary state. Yeah. So now the, the general assembly is getting involved and in now forcing him to do that. And wow, huh. yeah, it's okay. It's identity politics, man. When it gets into your head, it, it, it screws you up. <laughs> All right, I'll have to keep an eye on him. Well, thanks for filling us in. Thank thanks for calling. Yeah. Have a good night. Yeah, I, would, I would recommend looking at Charlotte. Things have gotten weird after the sure. riots here. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Bye. All right. Last call is going to go to uh, Chicago Girl in SoCal. I believe... I don't want to call my shot, but is this uh, is Chicago girl in SoCal the the circumcision person? No, that's yes, I am. Oh, that's right. Okay, first, I I know you got some unkind treatment, so I don't know if you wanted to defend, if you wanted the opportunity to respond to your critics, but we don't have to. Honestly, I don't want to respond to any of them. I actually took a week off, and if it wasn't for the San Diego meetup. I probably would not be calling in this week, but they, they said that people were defending me last week. So I decided to give it another chance. Okay. Were people, how did people go after you? What, what happened? Well, I mean, people called me a psycho and that I was ignorant. And I mean, I don't care what anyone does with their own body. I don't care what a parent decides to do with their child. I mean, I was just saying what my personal, like, medical observation was, mm -hmm. and I got attacked for it. I mean, very strong feelings about circumcision. Um, people that are circumcised will also vehemently defend it against. I've said anti-circumcision things before, and people that are circumcised will, like, really come, come at me about it. It's just, you know. People want to defend their dicks. It's like a really intimate part. <laughs> and there's no going back, you know. It's it's hard to get circumcised later in life. And once your foreskin's been it's cut very off, there's nothing you can do about it. So, you know, people will defend their parents' decision generally. Yes. So, the, let's do a fun thing. Sure, go for it. So, rubber band, money, or candle? Uh, I'm going to go counterintuitive and pick a rubber band. Wait, for what? For what purpose? I don't think you get context. You just got to pick. No context? So I worked at a level one trauma center, and it was in a very, very gay community in San Diego okay. um, called, called Hillcrest. And um, we had a gentleman come in, and he decided to rub to wrap a rubber band around his penis for um, erotic pleasure. Mm -hmm. 
this man started with wrapping it just a couple times. And as it started to go numb, he would wrap it more because he found the pain pleasurable. Oh my God. By the time he finally came to us, it was dead because he had, it was dead. Like it, it was dead because he had pretty much taken away all the blood supply to his penis. That's on so you. Head. So, so what's the, is that, does that mean amputation? What do you do? Complete amputation. Oh my God. Oh my God. How do you, uh, whose job is it to break the news to that guy? You know, I think that it, it started obviously in the ER with the surgeons um, Mm -hmm. and saying, we'll try to save it if we can. But he pretty much knew going in that there was no saving it. Why didn't you pick money? (laughs) We can get money (laughs) another time. Oh my God. That's, that's, uh, well, uh, that's a story for later in life, I suppose. Uh, I don't, I the blonde there's your gross medical story you that's really pretty legendary pulling them out tonight the yeah hairy asshole fissures and gross just gross penises falling off oh god it, it oh. was it was really bad there's probably a circumcision joke here somewhere i just can't quite find it <laughs> that's where it's the end of the show and we're, we're lazy yeah. all right well uh you know I, i'll i'll say again um thanks for you know, thanks for coming on and voicing an opinion, if, even if it's unpopular. And I hope uh, that people will be kinder to you in the future. Uh, and certainly it's not our intent to to have people be mean to you or anything like that. So I appreciate that you've stuck around and that you're willing to uh, to um, to stick your neck out a little bit, even if the even if the people are going to come after you a little bit for doing it. Yep. Well, you know, what? 73 percent of the population just a few years ago were circumcised. 60% of the population currently is circumcised. So it's not a real radical point of view. I just think that there are people on the other side that have radical point of views Hmm. or that are very strongly against it. Sure. All right. Well, thank you. And thank uh, you so much. Um, You know, I love you guys and I will continue listening to you guys because you're worth it. Well, oh, okay. thanks. Thank you so much. And uh, and I and I'm, I've been happy to see the uh, San Diego meetups as well. I hope you yeah, guys are totally. having fun. Yeah, we went from five the first time to eight the second time, and cool. we'll be doing one every month. Sounds awesome. good. All right. Send us have a good night. Bye bye. Take it easy. Bye. Okay, so we'll wrap up calls there. Uh, can you deal with it for the? Yeah, fine, whatever. Oh, how did it get? Somehow it got muted. Go. I didn't even click it. Some weird stuff's going on tonight. It's one of those nights. Um, It's Caesar's fault. Anyway, we're going to end calls there. Appreciate everybody's patience and putting up with the technical difficulties as well. Of course, uh, we uh, we do accept uh, if you're having trouble getting into the live room, you're not able to to uh, to get on a live call with us. We do accept, of course, questions at uh you can send us an email that's beauty in the beta gmail.com put call and show question in the subject line so we know that's what it's for and uh and we will respond to it at the end of the show so we'll take care of that and then we'll circle back with uh super chat and streamlabs and then we'll get out of here so first up tonight izzy says uh hey guys izzy here from the gun collective again just wondering if you're going to nra and if so we would love to see you at the tc uh, tgc panel rock on uh, keep up the good fight. Well, I'm not aware of what the conference is or what the deal is. So if you can send me an email, I'll, I'll consider. Uh, and I appreciate the invitation, of course. That's very cool. Um, send, uh, send me an email 
uh, matt at mattchristensenmedia.com or just head over to the website. I've got a contact form there. And uh, I'll take a look. And thanks for considering me and us. Thank you. Oh, this is for Patrick. Hey, gang, I'm going off to college next year. And I'll have residency in both Wisconsin and Iowa. Which state do you think it would be more influential for me to vote for Trump in? Mm, probably Wisconsin, Wisconsin. But honestly, they're both going to be very important. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say Wisconsin. Iowa, based on polling I've seen, has a higher likelihood of going Trump again than Wisconsin does, yeah. probably. I mean, Wisconsin was one of that razor-thin thre- razor trio that went Trump. Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Yeah. Those right. are going to be key again. Um, Chris M says, Hey, faggots last week, uh, you had a couple of awkward entries. Speaking of which Matt and I once made love back on the topic of reasons to kill your unborn babies. Pro-abortionists typically point to the 1% of people that get abortions because they were a victim of rape, uh, or incest as a reason. It's actually less than that to allow anything to be a viable reason. Uh, That's not what he meant to say, but I understand. Yeah. Why is incest used as a reason? It is, if, if it is forced, it would be covered under rape. If the concern is having mutated babies, then why don't we just list all the other things you could do to affect your baby during pregnancy? Or do you, do you just get a pass because your life is such shit? Um, I don't know. I mean, because incest, they, they think it's it's an emotional argument probably. But uh, rape and incest is far less than 1%. It's 1.3 or 1.7%. And that includes rape, incest, and the health of the mother and uh, like huge bodily mutations of the baby. Yeah. I guess I've, I haven't thought that much about that uh and like you said it's such a rare exception that you shouldn't be building your principles or policy based on, on the, the tiny exception you should build it on the rule i guess i've always interpreted it to imply some kind of non-consenting arrangement like a father and a daughter or something weird like some kind of abusive arrangement has always been implied in that to me yeah but maybe that's not why or alternatively because you have genetic problems with you know, with, with, with inbreeding and stuff like Which that. Which we covered but, in other arguments. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, to the to the to the original point, I don't I don't think any of this is wise to be used to formulate your overarching opinion. And you know, it's kind of fraudulent too because whenever we're talking about um, things like heartbeat laws or whatever else that's going on in in Georgia, that, that's always the argument is, well, there's no, there's no rape or incest exception. It's like, well, if there, even if there was one in the bill, your opinion on it would not change. It's not yeah. rape or incest. That's, that's forming their opinions. It's a convenient argument to make that is not actually consequential to their assessment. And it doesn't really change anything for the autonomy of the baby either. Well, that's the problem. And that's where it gets really dicey because in the case of a rape where it's really rare, I, I am actually quite sympathetic to a bodily autonomy argument for a mother who did not consent to the conception of that child. That said, does it justify, uh, the infringement on the bodily autonomy of the child that is the result of that conception? That's probably the diciest question of the whole thing to me. And again, it's in the event of rape only then you're massively incentivizing uh false rape claims which yeah i would think so and that's a but again it's such a small fraction of what's actually going on here that you don't want to get bogged down with that anyway thanks thanks for the great great question retro robot radio says why is it that i've seen almost no coverage of a huge scandal on youtube ever since the new zealand shooting 
They severely limited sorting search results by newest first. This makes it impossible to find news that is not sorted by their algorithms. We always see their trusted sources first instead of seeing the latest posts by any small YouTuber. This is clearly an attempt to control what people see. I think I heard Sticks talking about this yeah. briefly recently. I think he you made a video about it. You can't sort anybody's individual channels by their newest videos. Well, I think if you, if you were to search like whatever the news event of the day is, and it's like, I just want to see what was uploaded in the last hour. They've limited that, is my understanding. And instead, they're going to direct you, because they want to direct you to, like, you know, NBC, ABC, CNN, all that stuff. They don't want to direct you to, like, guy in his, you know, guy in his bedroom who just made a video two seconds ago. Wearing no shirt but a leather jacket. Which is the video you should click on anyway. No. Yeah. Um, thank you for that retro robot radio. And you also sent two questions, but we're going to cover one, two additional questions. We're going to cover one next week and one the following week. Gotcha. Uh, so thanks a lot. Hi guys. I'm starting a podcast. What are your top tips for interviewing people and getting the best out of your guests? Thank guys. PS, if it all works out, I can work from home. Also tell my boyfriend to hurry up and put a ring. On it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot. They both tune in. Uh, top tips for interviewing people. Um, interview people that, that not not necessarily that you expect your audience to like but somebody that you think you'll have good chemistry with yeah I, I, I don't consider myself a great interviewer and i i've struggled anyway. with my own process but what i've found to be successful is two things um you don't want to go in totally unprepared i think that's you can get in the dreaded situation where the conversation runs dry and you're just kind of like well what do I say now? Yeah. So what I like to do is prepare a dozen or so questions, have more than you intend to ask and maybe order them in order of priority. So you, so your least important ones get skipped if you, if you run out of time. But the other side of that is don't be so rigid that you have to stick to it Yeah. because sometimes people just have a good conversational flow. The conversation goes in directions you didn't really anticipate. Well, that's so how what I, I order conversation questions when we do interviews based on conversational flow yeah so so what my approach is like go in prepared with a plan but you know it but don't be so rigid with it that you have to stick to it i think the only thing you want to avoid is like there are two things i i absolutely try to avoid one is just dead air like nobody wants yeah. to say anything and then the other side of it is completely redirecting to a totally unrelated topic instead of getting somebody's deeper thoughts about something and and getting in more detail like I, it never makes sense if someone's talking about has a lot of interesting thoughts about topic a and because you put topic b in your preparation you just go okay so what about this and you divert right. it totally yeah. elsewhere yeah yeah i don't know if that's helpful and like i said i'm not the the greatest interviewer but that's just, that's just Maybe, yeah. a conversation with somebody speaking of which i'm going to be on cc bucko's channel on saturday okay cool everybody check that out Abel says, hey, Matt and Blonde, uh, you guys were very sure a, Demo a Democrat-controlled government would not attempt to implement reparations. You guys appear to ignore the madness of the French-Russian revolutions, the ongoing self-flagellation in places like Sweden where leftists accepting the rape of their children as a punishment for white supremacy. Aren't you being naive? I don't think the Democrats have the balls to do it. I I'll, I'll admit that I'm wrong if they do it, but I just don't. I, I was looking at some polling earlier today reparations shock shocker does not pull well well I it don't is even a, think it's that. that's not the reason that i don't think it's going to happen i think that they're willing to do totally suicidal stuff extreme stuff like this hmm. but when you explore the logistics of this even just a little bit you realize that it's entirely impossible because so many of us 
are going to be descended of slaves and slave owners? What about Jamaican blacks? What about, you know, the white Irish yeah. that are descended of slaves? There's no fucking way to do this. There's and that's, no that's the proposal that I saw because Cory Booker has introduced a bill to study it. So th as far as I understand, the, the base level idea is that if you could prove ancestry from slaves, like you said, then you're eligible for the benefit. But the problem is it doesn't make a distinction in the taxation as far as I understand. So you're in turn, you're taxing everybody, which, like you said, would presumably include descendants of slaves. You're therefore punishing descendants of slaves to reward other descendants of slaves what about white descendants like predominantly white descendants of slaves? right presumably they mean only slaves in the american colonial through the civil war context that's all they mean and I they do guess. realize that some white people are going to get reparations i, I don't know <laughs> i don't know i have no idea anyway It'd um be hilarious i hope they try yeah we'll see how it goes greg says uh or, well, I'll just read this one. Have you have you heard of? Uh, sorry to sorry to snipe you. Have you heard of William Wilberforce, who was the key person in British Parliament late 1700s who helped end the slave trade? He didn't demonize people on the other side and look at what he accomplished. See Eric Eric uh, Metaxas biography on him. I am uh, not uh, I'm not familiar. I'm not either. But you know, we we did used to have societies in the West where we could discuss things relatively unemotionally even things that are emotionally charged like yeah human enslavement um which we seem to be unable to do anymore and i think that that's yeah. a huge loss in our societies like we, we can't have discussions without somebody melting down because yeah. it's such an emotional uh, uh, issue because you've right. never been oppressed or some crap it's one thing that i try to make sure i never do because it drives me nuts like i'm not going to assign your opinion or your viewpoint a moral value yeah because just like your speech, your opinion, or your viewpoint are yours. They're uniquely yours. You're entitled to them. I can agree or disagree with them. I can try to persuade or dissuade you about them. But it doesn't. I don't think that simply an opinion makes you either a good person or a bad person necessarily. I, I think that uh, I, I don't. I don't assign them a, a value, like a moral opinion. judgment. No, I don't. I don't think believing things makes you a good person. But if I think you, like believe that children can consent or something i'm not with you there then as long as you're not taking action that's the question is there a such thing as an immoral belief or an immoral thought i don't think there is for sure yeah you think there's an immoral thought no i think i think there's a there's a immoral belief like you what? can't control i i have no control actions are immoral drift in and out of my head all day i, I do have well, control over my belief system but what is morality but the way you treat other people uh, yeah, I mean, but I think that your belief system is acquired uh, through knowledge and through actions, which you're in control of. I think that you can definitely have an evil belief system. But how does a belief mistreat another person? I'm not saying that, like, every belief system is going to lead to action, but I do believe that there are belief systems that are inherently bad but that's the exact same argument that the leftists make about my white nationalism my white supremacy no they say right? that it's it's inevitably going to lead everybody to action which to I, treat I, each I, other immorally yeah but you're you're saying that you know somebody's beliefs like the pedophilia is a, is a good is a good argument like if somebody has the belief system like you, like they are a pedophile but they never act on it do you think that that is an inherently bad person no i think immorality is is touching the kid but i don't think it's the thought in your head 
on pedophilia especially i think no i don't think that having a thought in your head even if it is attraction but to you're, children you're also conflating thoughts and beliefs i don't think those are the same thing what's the difference i think a thought you don't like i have no control over the thoughts that come in and out of my head all day but my beliefs are they're they're more ingrained i've i've acquired them through developing what my moral principles are my I set just of don't, it's not uh, something that's just well, totally random well i guess i'm uh, what how would you define morality what does morality mean i think morality is that's difficult let me think about this maybe we'll have to table this to another time i guess to, to summarize my my perspective here to me morality is is how you treat other people and my beliefs or my thoughts, maybe they're different, maybe they're not, but I can't mistreat you with anything that's in my head. I agree. You know? I, I agree with you there. I'm with you. Yeah. There. But I still do believe that having an inherently evil belief system is going to reflect on the character of the individual that holds said belief system, irrespective of whether or not they're acting out these beliefs. I just don't, I'm, I'm not going to make a moral judgment of them until they do something immoral, I suppose. And I don't yeah, think thinking things is immoral. Is constantly fighting urges to rape children, but doesn't like, I still am going to pass a moral judgment on that person. I might make an argument that that's actually a, a, a moral person. That's, that's a person who has urges to do terrible things, but actively resists it in pursuit of morality. I think that's okay. actually a good thing. Fine. If I they, mean, more pedophiles should, you know, resist the urge to do what they want. Right. I, I'd be, I'd hope that they, they get treatment but or I that they so overcome it. I think. Yeah, but I don't, but I don't think, I, I think somebody who has that urge and doesn't act on it is not, that's not an immoral person. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I can get behind that. I'm gonna they're, to Im they're immoral for having a, 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 an urge. Uh, that's a pretty bad urge. Yeah. But did they, the question is, did they choose it? That would be the presumption. I mean, do I you mean, think that, that, that there are, you know, genetic. Okay. What about uh, psychopathy? Like um, being a, a psychopath from birth, uh, not, not based on your life experiences. Uh, that person, although they didn't ask for it, they didn't do anything to acquire these traits is still an equal danger to society. But I wouldn't that consider person that person immoral if, if they have no agency. If they don't have control over what they're doing, I, I can't assign them immorality. Mm. Like if, it, if it's legitimately a lack of agency in that person. But I, I don't know the science of how that all works out. We should talk about this more. This is interesting. I've actually had this conversation before, specifically about pedophilia. Really? And what because it's kind of a, an understandably like emotional topic. Obviously, nobody's, nobody wants to treat that lightly. But the question is like, Exactly the question we've been going over is the simple thought or belief or attraction in your head to kids inherently immoral or is it the action? And to me, it's like, I can't call you immoral until you act on something, even when it's the, t the most terrible thought like that. You yeah, know? I guess I'm looking at it more from the perspective of who is a danger to society. And I guess we can't, the law says we can't uh, do anything about yeah. it. Yeah. I guess action. I'd consider that a di like danger to society and, and morality or immorality are, are kind of different to me. There's a lot of overlap, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know.
Well, we'll probably have to table this because we're going to talk ourselves in circles. Yeah, I, know. I mean, before I forget this, but your sense of morality is also based on whether or not you do harm to other individuals, which largely yeah. is what the law is based in. Yeah, I just, I, I just don't really accept the idea that I can harm another person with my thoughts alone. Well, neither do I. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Interesting. What, what does chat say? I'm kind of curious since uh, I know that. I've had some interesting discussions about this with people. Yeah, it looks pretty mixed. Hmm. Anyway, let's uh, let's hop into Super Chat and Streamlabs. Oh, yeah. See what kind of nonsense is going on in here. Who made love with whom? Do you, do you have anything in Streamlabs while I've read Yeah, just one. Uh, Ovid says, as the person who first brought up the circumcision thing, I wish no ill will on anyone. Friendly debate is the only way to convince people to your side. I also want to add that I don't miss my foreskin I don't remember having it. I welcome discussion. Well, I don't think uh, I don't think SoCal Girl in Chicago blames Ovid, but I, I I'm glad to know that he was the origin of this whole thing. That's right. He came on and he talked about wasn't it the Ben Shapiro Andrew Yang Ben Shapiro going after Andrew Yang on circumcision that was the origin of this whole thing. Barely for like a second. Uh, um, but yeah, I I agree and um and. I understand people are passionate about this and I understand why people care about it. I'm fully on board with a lot of the principles that said, I do want to have a show where people who have different perspectives are still going to come on. So I I would just, I'm not going to, I'm not trying to censor anybody. I'm not shutting anybody down, but in the spirit of that, if we can keep things as non attacky as possible, that'd be great. Well, I just, I'm not, again, I'm not going to tell other people what they can and can't do. I I think it sucks that that happened. That is vicious and cutthroat and it's I always know. that way that's why i'm not that's why i'm not gonna ban or try to control this or anything i'm just saying in the spirit of that it, it, it does help one of the things about the internet that's that's difficult that you lose because it's not a real life context is remembering that there are real people that you're interacting with and i'm guilty of this too there is a real person that you're going after and again i'm not going to try to stop you but that is that is the reality of the situation I just try to be I mindful. I did of that. tell somebody that emailed us today to go fuck themselves. Yeah, but that guy deserved it. <laughs> and I understand people will say, "Listen, uh, I'm." They'll say that they people who are pro circumcision will deserve it too. That's why I'm not trying to enforce any subjective rules. I'm just trying to just trying to echo what Ovid is saying here because I think he's got the right idea. Uh, are you done with uh, yeah. Streamlabs? Not with your. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I'm trying to be a moral speech. person with my moral beliefs. Ugh, God, I hate you so much. Uh, <laughs> Rugal Migdal said, I'd rather yeah. see a debate or combo with them and Fuentes. With who? I don't know who you're talking about because... Sorry, dude. David Blackstone. Oh, right. I'm secret link, different screen name. But yeah, your responses have really helped me. So thanks so much. Oh, cool. Cool. And thanks for calling in. He called in earlier. You'll recall. Uh, John Martin Here's a hundred dollars for sick a flowless performance. Great shoe, hip up the grape. <laughs> I see what he did there. That's pretty clever. We um, do what we can. Uh, you know, I don't. I, I legitimate. Most of the time, I know what's going on technologically. I have no idea what the hell caused the lip the sinking problem at the start of this. I just restarted my computer and that's it. I've never heard. I've never seen that happen in the three years of making this show. Things things happen. 
Yeah. Uh, Laurel says, watching Blonde is like dating a bad boy. Just as I misbehave vicariously through him without the consequences, I say what I want to say vicariously through Blonde. <laughs> yeah, although I'm paying. <laughs> I suppose. Um, American only, America only. Our anti-white government just declared open war on whites in that congressional hearing. Uh, you guys should have no white guilt on your great show. I know it's just outrageous. I, I cannot believe this is happening. I'm thinking about making a video about it, but it's like the media will just, just rip me apart if I do. Hmm. But I'm appalled. I mean, uh, Bethany W. Hubby is principal shooter role play. Shooter role play is real. Sick. Uh, apparently that her husband is a principal at a school. Yeah. This and the shooter punctuation. The shooter role playing. Hubby is principal. Shooter role play is real sick. Okay. There are some dashes and no commas. I sick? I don't know what the sick is, but apparently, apparently people have to role play like they got shot. That's that's the deal. Seagram's Jen yeah. on military mutiny. If orders come down, take guns, all those troops who refuse, the government is going to shoot them until they have people who will follow the order. Don't be naive. That's not going to happen. Well, I mean, but but on the other side of it, that's the kind of crap that's happened historically. Comply well, yeah, or be killed. that's why we but have guns to defend ourselves too. It's, it's the government in the event. Right. I mean, it's, it is admittedly very difficult to see something like that happening in a United States context, but you know, if you want to, if you want to give the best credit to the chatter there, it's not as though such things have not happened historically. Musta Pillory says, Blondie, would you honk honk for me? I will do no such thing. Well, that's racist now. Racist. Uh, MJ, yeah. MJ, big donation. No, no. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, well, thank you. My S ad says, just because Matt is alpha as fuck. Yeah, he is. Uh, it depends who you ask. Be uh, nice thank for live chat. Be thank nice. you. Uh, speaking of the, um, the clown stuff real quick, I'll play it on Sunday, but did you see how elevated this clown war and the clown world stuff has become? You got this like crazy SJW clown on Facebook freaking out. I could see that, out. but it just reads as troll to me. It might be. We'll play it on Sunday. It, maybe it is. You never know. I mean, I thought Macho Man was a troll. Yeah, maybe maybe still is. Still I don't is. know. That rap leads me to believe troll. Yeah. Um, Joseph Lumen, no note. Thank you, sir. And Joel Dykeman, last one. The only immoral thought is the person who thought milk before cereal was that's okay fine all right <laughs> we have common ground on that nobody does that seriously nobody actually does that other than in a trolling context absolutely not uh perhaps we can resume the discussion some other time and uh i don't know I'm, I'm mentally dead right now to get back into it but let's get the hell out of here uh definitely um clown world talk on sunday hopefully not a clown world show hopefully production does not have the same issues but we'll see what happens um we'll talk about eric swalwell who is uh who's who's of course running uh running for president like we mentioned earlier we'll see how many people are here live because of course game of thrones uh the premiere oh we're up against the premiere of the final season uh, on uh, at nine eastern on sunday night so uh, if you're not tuning in live we hope you'll tune in after the fact we'll find out on sunday thanks guys <laughs>